Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Today, Parenting Bites is brought to you by Weebly. We just built our cool, new, awesome ParentingBites.com website using Weebly. I shouldn't say we. I should say Amy built it. <laughs> so maybe Amy should weigh in. But you know that great idea you have, the one you've been sitting on, the one everyone agrees is amazing, which is amazing if you can get everyone to agree it's amazing. Yeah. But now what? Time to get your idea out to the world with your own professional quality website, blog, or online store. That's why I want to share how easy it is to get started with Weebly. Amy, how easy is it? Um, it's so easy that I was applying for a job and I made a website as part of my job application and I used Weebly not like as part of this like I paid for it I did it by totally separate from our podcast and I had that sucker up and running in like 25 minutes and I'm talking start to finish and it looks really good I know yeah crazy yeah we'll, we'll put the link to it i don't think i'm gonna get the job but you guys can all look at my application um but so you can all see a very creative way to apply for a yeah, job yes <laughs> something you can use weebly for maybe if you're a recent college grad yeah but it was insanely easy weebly is created for people with the courage to start their own business dream to be their own boss you don't have to be a web designer trust me on this because yeah. amy's not a web designer i'm not a web designer andrew's not a web designer you don't need to ho- know how to code create a fantastic website so we were really impressed. They had a wide range of mobile-friendly themes. Mm-hmm. It's drag and drop. Then you publish, and you're done. It's that easy. You oh, can... yeah. I've changed things on the app. Oh. Like, just on the fly, I've changed things. That's awesome. So you can customize, update, and change your site anytime. Mm-hmm. Call to action. Here we go, people. <laughs> this is the deal. Check out our site, ParentingBytes.com. You are going to see how cool it is. You will create a fantastic website. It should not get in the way. Do not procrastinate because you Mm-mm. keep pretending you need a website and you don't know how to do that. And you have to hire someone to yeah, do it. You can do this over lunch. Yeah, seriously. So join the 30 million people, including us, who are already dreaming big with Weebly. Get started today for free at weebly.com slash parenting. I hope you use that, Amy. Um. <laughs> I hope you didn't set up your website without doing W-E-E-B-L-I. Wait, W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com slash parenting. I'm not sure I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's mortifying. All right. We'll get back to you on that. But don't be like Amy. Weebly dot com slash parenting. All right. Well, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy, co-founder of KidsViews.com. I am here in the studio with... Amy Oztan of SelfishMom.com. Hi. And on the phone, we have Andrea Smith, who is being held hostage in New Jersey today by the horrible traffic in the city because we are on um, super high alert. Heightened heightened alert. alert, um, Because what has unfortunately happened in uh, Belgium today on the day that we are recording. So our hearts and thoughts and everything go out to the people in Brussels yeah, and you know first thing I first thing I saw this morning before I even saw that there had been an attack was my cousin checking in that she was okay she lives in Brussels I was like okay for what what happened yeah. that's the first time that somebody I know had actually checked in on Facebook with one of those one of those. okay things well so and it's scary. always creepy I mean I heard it this morning and and my husband and I traveled to Brussels two years ago after a business trip we took a plane and flew into Brussels and went right through that airport. And, you know, I can picture it. And I uh, had a beautiful two days in Brussels, which is a, a gorgeous city. And, uh, God, my, my heart just dropped when I heard that. Yeah. So we are, um, as always, in New York. 
on heightened alert. Right. And I'm on the other side of the big bridge. Right. So <laughs> me into the city. So Andrea is calling in today. Um, today on the show, we are going to talk about two things. First, Amy went to the White House last week. I did. And um, took lots of pictures of Michelle Obama and yes, also pictures of herself in the bathroom. Well, um, of course. <laughs> so, but she was there for a really important initiative, the Let's Move initiative that the First Lady has spearheaded. And Amy, we're going to talk about that as well as some uh, new disturbing body image trends that your kids might be ingesting online. Uh. And then we're going to talk about bringing your kids to work. It's even an issue for professional baseball players who seem to be taking it to extremes. Yeah. So we'll talk about um, what it's like to take your kid to work and some advances in the family workplace situation, although I don't know if I, I think they're sort of outliers, these incredible celebrities who can get other things that mere mortals certainly cannot. And then we will have our Bites of the Week. So let's jump right in to our first topic. Let's move, Amy. Yes. Yeah, it was... Um I got an amazing invitation, um, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. There's nothing like opening your email and seeing that you've been invited to the White House. That had never happened to me before. And so last week, I took the train down down to D.C., and um, it's an amazing feeling, like going to a White House gate and being let in. And all of the tourists, yeah, just kind of wondering who you are and why you're being allowed in. Um, and that's the thing, like, the day was amazing, and seeing the, the rooms that we got to wander around in in the East Wing were amazing, and seeing the First Lady speak was amazing, and, you know, there were lots of, of people talking about Let's Move, and it was it was fantastic. But I have to admit that about 90% of the thrill is just being let in. You know, you've been let past the velvet rope. You're someplace where most people don't get to go. So beyond that, it's not as extraordinary if, as if, like, everybody could do it. Right. You know, it's just... You can just, get a tour of the White House. You, you can, <laughs> like, but it's not the same as, do like... very far in advance. Yeah, it's not... And now you have to, like, ask a congressperson. Oh, and, no, yeah, yeah, always. And it's, it's, like, six months wait Yeah, now. yeah, but... Right. Now you just walked in as if you were something special. Exactly. So it was, you know, it's, it's a big deal. But then once you actually, you know, stop touring all the fabulous rooms and, and, and all of that, it's like you're sitting... Okay, I was going to say it's like you're sitting in any hotel ballroom, but, you know, there's a giant portrait of George Washington on the wall. And, right. you know, the, there, there's there's a Marine Corps band pianist playing right outside. But really, you know, then you're like you're at any other conference panel um, until the First Lady walks out. Um, but, yeah, it was it was thrilling. And it's such a, a really fantastic initiative. I mean, Michelle Obama's arms are really... I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> that. That's like all the motiva- motivation you need for Let's Move. But it's it's this all-encompassing program. It's called Let's Move, Let's Move but it's also about nutrition and food in the schools and, um, you know, all sorts of things having to do with kids' health. And the approach that they're taking is fantastic. Like, they, they first of all they got Sesame Workshop to license their characters for free to any food company that wanted to use them to advertise fruits and vegetables because they found that kids were more likely to eat fruits and vegetables if Elmo's face was on the package. Right, the junk food people figured that out a yeah, long time ago. Exactly. So they got Sesame Workshop to do this for free. But then one of the panelists was telling us that her son, who's a little older than Elmo age, was like, 
I wouldn't eat that just because Alma's on it. And she's like, well, whose face would have to be on it for you to eat it? And he said, LeBron. So they started this thing called FNV, which stands for fruits and vegetables, but it's FNV.com. And what they basically did was they took a page from the marketing of sports and celebrities and movies and things like that, and they used it to market fruits and vegetables. So you've got this site filled with dozens of celebrities who've all done this for free, talking about fruits and vegetables and trying to get kids to think that they're cool. And it's it's not done in a hokey way. Like it's done, it's really, really well done. So check out that site. I was impressed. So what else? Did you, I know you guys had a chef who came, right? Did one of, one of the White House chefs come? Yep, and, and, and uh, it showed us how to make something. And the coolest part was she used honey from the White House honeybees. And then we actually got to go out back later and see the White House kitchen garden, and we saw the little hutch where the honeybees are. So that was cool. It's like they, they're really, really using, you know, they're practicing what they preach. They're eating what they're, what they're growing and what they're, what's going on back there. There was a really great video going around of Michelle Obama visiting school gardens. Yes. That is like the yeah. greatest thing you've ever seen. She yes. walks into the classroom and the kids lose their mind. Yep. Um, and then she visits a family that runs like a big community local garden, too. And it's it's kind of amazing what they've done to advance that conversation um, to make it more normal. I know I'm very well acquainted with what they've done in the school food arena because mm-hmm. we had wellness in the schools in our, my daughter's school run by um, Bill Telepan, who runs Telepan here in New York. And he's one of the White House liaison chefs on school food. And that's been a big initiative mm-hmm. because a huge, I mean, a majority of low-income kids, that's all they're eating. And for some yeah. of them, that's their only meal of the day um, or it's certainly an only nutritious meal. And then – and nutrition is in quotes yeah because they're not nutritious at all so that's been really interesting to see their movement towards how you can help support local farms and your school nutrition at the same time Mm -hmm. by combining the two of them and getting around just the big blocks of 35 ingredient chemical pizza and all that stuff man Um, i used to love that pizza when i was in school (laughs) (laughs) you know it honestly was probably better when you were in school yeah I, i think it got way 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 more processed and yeah. worse as as time well, when we went on. to school they were still cooking the food in the school there right. was still a lot of stuff being made right there yeah now they, they took out their not most, the school, most schools don't have cooking ovens they right. have um they don't have cooking kitchens they have reheating kitchens yeah. but let's move has gotten a lot of salad bars into school they've they've done some great things and i just i talked to somebody who works for let's move they had some of the let's move staffers there and I said, what's going to happen to the program after the First Lady leaves the White House? And she said, we don't know. We just, we don't know. And the First Lady addressed it when she was speaking to us. She said, you know, this will not stop once I leave. But nobody really knows what that means. Like, Well, Bill Clinton's a vegan. So maybe there's there's hope. Maybe if he becomes first um, husband husband or man, first spouse. (laughs) Yeah, what what will we call him? I don't know. I just said the other day, is he going to give up his job? (laughs) Because they always have to give up their job. Is he going to give up his job when he becomes? Um, So anyway, that's a different conversation. But it is. So I saw this thing the other day. The whoever, whatever his name is, the guy who's like the trainer, one of the trainers on The Biggest Loser. Bob Green. Bob Green talking about how it makes great TV, all the training, yeah. but that 85% of weight loss is eating. Yeah, that's why I'm fat. 
And he, but he said, and he said, he said that's why people get frustrated. Like they feel like they're running, they feel like they're doing this stuff, and they they aren't losing weight. And he said, he's like, I shouldn't say it. I'm a trainer. He's like, yeah. but eighty five percent of it is what you eat. No, and I exercise five or six mornings a week, but I will not stop eating the things that I love to right. eat. And sometimes it increases your appetite. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you end up actually eating more than you wouldn't have. So it's an interesting thing because it is called Let's Move. But I think her focus has really been on nutrition. Yeah. I, I like the health. I mean, she is. She talks a lot about health and nutrition and vegetables and that whole garden thing when she first planted it, I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Well, she told a story about how when, when her kids were little, um, she took them to the doctor and nobody in the family had the, 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 the stats that they should. And her kids kind of felt that dessert was, you know, a basic human right. And, you know, they were eating a lot of fried foods and, you know, she had a busy career. Her husband had a busy career. They were doing a lot of takeout. And they just totally revamped what they were doing. And she said that now, you know, 10, 12 years later, she sees her kids choosing healthy things without her input just because that's just how they eat. It'll in be her interesting family. to see what Malia does when she goes to college oh. and what Michelle and Barack Obama are going to do when they no longer have a chef. Yeah. <laughs> when they have to actually create dinner for Malia, who will still be at yeah. home. Well, they did it before the White House. They'll they'll be able to. Do I guess it after not. The White House. <laughs> no, they did the, before the White House. This oh, is they, when they, they revamped it they when did. she was cooking. When, oh, when okay. you know when they were doing before. it as a family. Yeah. No. They they before they got into the White House, they totally they already were on that mission. Yeah. They were on that path. All right. Good. I sort of believe that. <laughs> Hey, I heard it straight There's from the first lady's better mouth. Than having a chef um, <laughs> and a garden and all that great stuff. Well, now, we will as gorgeous list- as she is, and as toned as her arms are, don't know if she could do the thigh gap app test. <laughs> no, and nobody should be able to. Yeah, so that is really scary that there's been this body image. Um, at the same time, there's been this really focus on being healthy. There's, I think social media has exacerbated the body image part of it. So there's the thigh gap craze and then the thigh gap app. And I think the thigh gap thing also came from, it was the American Apparel CEO, right? Who said your thighs shouldn't be able to touch. Yeah, that really mm-hmm. horrible dude. Oh, gross. Um, and that's what his clothes are made for. And if you don't, oh no, maybe it was Lululemon. Was it, oh, when they were saying that that, that the fabric is only wearing out because your thighs yes. are rubbing together? Oh my God. Oh, I, I want to say a really bad <laughs> word, but I don't want to put the explicit um, warning on yeah. our podcast. And, um, and now the, there's a new trend and I can't tell if it's in the U.S. It's certainly like in parts of Asia where you want to be, quote unquote, paper thin. Now, not sideways. Yeah, you <laughs> hold can't hold the paper. paper horizontally. They're talking about holding a piece of paper Flat vertically. in front of you. But that's eight and a half inches that yeah. somehow your body should disappear. Your waist should disappear. Yeah, you shouldn't see your waist behind this piece of paper. Behind the piece of paper. Now, now honestly, I, that's so easy to Photoshop that these pictures, I think, are so silly. But I guess it's actually driving people to want to be that thin. Well, I have a question. Um, can I use poster board? Is that <laughs> it? Like, can I choose that, or does it have to be a normal size piece? Because I can hide behind like a flattened you know, cardboard box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're just going to be like, hey, just this is good. Grab my daughter's science experiment. You know, triple board. That would be folding a great thing. response meme to this meme. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like you can't see my waist. You can't see me at all. Um, <laughs> here I am behind this. Yeah, I think it's really disturbing that you have this sort of overarching attempt to speak about health without speaking about weight loss. You know, I mean, yeah. this whole childhood obesity thing is definitely tied to this idea of eating healthier and moving and all this stuff. But if you do all that stuff, it should take care of itself. Exactly. They're definitely, they're focusing on health and not weight loss. Smart. Um, but these 
social media memes are very much focused on just the loss, the weight loss and being super, super skinny. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say except you should talk to your kid and see if they know about this. My curls knew in two seconds when I mentioned it. Really? Yeah, because it's all over. It's all over BuzzFeed. It's all over. You know, that's where you see all these things first. It's all on BuzzFeed. Um, They're not practicing it. I don't think they're standing in front of the mirror with a piece of paper, but they're certainly very aware of it. Hmm. It's very strange. Um, So instead of letting your kid measure themselves against a piece of paper, we will put up all the resources for Let's Move and all the great healthy websites and links you can find, including FNV, so your kids can see how cool fruits and vegetables are. Um, and, and what's the app? What's the thigh gap app? I don't know. I don't want to put a link to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it's like, if it's like a way Maybe you take to... a picture and it measures your thigh oh. gap. Okay. I Let... won't be doing that. Yeah. I'll, I'll break the app. <laughs> um, but I don't know. We'll put up resources to all those good things on our Facebook <laughs> page and on our website on parentingbites.com. And we don't want to hear if you tried the app. No, I don't want pictures of that. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, but you Please can do the other it. one. You can send us pictures of yourself hiding behind poster board or a cardboard box. <laughs> we will cheer you on. <laughs> uh, we will be right back with bringing your kids to work. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking tech, apps, entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. So speaking of fitness and youth, we have our sponsor Team Snap today, which is so crazy cool. We know that so many of you coach youth sports or you have kids who play youth sports or maybe you're in an adult league. I mean, I don't know why you couldn't use Team Snap for that. Yeah. It seems like you can organize anything or clubs, anything your kids belong to where you are somehow part of this organizing factor yeah. of where's the game? What do I bring? Who needs a ride? Who's going with whom? And I told you before, whose turn is it to bring snack? <laughs> Um, this is every parent's coach dream. You need Team Snap. It is the world's number one app for keeping a whole season organized. You save hours of time, finally have an easy way to communicate and coordinate. Every game, every player, every message, all in one app. No more reply all. No more endless chains where you're trying to figure out where in this chain, who said what, and who said uh, and which email got sent to, because don't we all give a different email for these things than oh, yeah. our regular email? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I think that's why I have my Yahoo email still. So get Team Snap, get organized, try a season absolutely free at www.teamsnap.com slash parenting. No credit card required. It's a true trial, people. And while we are on the topic of getting fit, we also have Fabletics. <laughs> we love Fabletics. I did not take a picture of myself. I actually meant to, Amy. Yeah, I posted mine. I know, you did post yours. Amy posted a picture of herself in her fabulous, top quality, stylish activewear. Only on our website. Not on Facebook. Oh. Not our, only, you have to go to our website. You have to, to go it. to our website. Oh, my God. That's like an extra treat on our <laughs> website. Maybe she'll use it as her bio, her headshot picture. Co-founded, designed, and inspired by Kate Hudson, actress, athlete, mother. Are you also doing a headstand in your in your picture, Amy? You know, it's funny because as part of my new workout routine, I'm supposed to be doing a headstand. And really? That ain't happening without like two <laughs> spotters. You have to climb up the wall with your legs. Yeah. That's how you start. 
Um, this is the same quality as your favorite luxury brands with those awful people who say things about thigh gaps. These people do not. This is a total body positive, really cool workout wear for women on the go. Their styles take you to the gym and beyond, so you will not be embarrassed leaving the gym. They have new exclusive styles and outfits released monthly. Take a quick and easy fit quiz to allow Fabletics to get to know you and your activewear preferences. They then recommend complete outfits perfect for your lifestyle. You can shop those outfits. Super simple, like a one click. That looks good. I'm taking it. Or separates. They are helping all women live their passion. And now they also have their super cool men's brand, FL2, featuring the same top quality activewear for men to work out in, play, and live in. You will not be embarrassed for your husband at the gym or walking home from the gym. (laughs) I'm not going to say again about my husband and what he works out in because we have cured that now (laughs) with (laughs) FL2. For real. And I, I honestly, I threw out the other thing. Good. Yes. New VIP member exclusive on both Fabletics and FL2 get a complete outfit for just $25 with free shipping and exchanges. Go to fabletics.com slash Rebecca. I love that one. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me feel like I I, I like worked out somehow, even though (laughs) I did not. I just get this cool promo code. So check it out. Tell us what you bought. Show it off. We love it. All right, bring your kids to work. This is like another athletic thing because this conversation was spurred by the baseball issue that came out um, with the White Sox and their player. I have his name here because let me tell you that I know absolutely zero about baseball um, other than my husband at some point will be really upset at the Tigers. Like that's (laughs) that's what I know. And he hates the Yankees. Um, But Adam LaRoche, I assume I'm pronouncing his name right. If I'm not, I don't want to hear about it. Whatever. (laughs) We're calling him Adam LaRoche. Um, That's how he pronounces it or spells it. Um, He has had his 14-year-old son, Drake, with him. When I first saw the story, I thought, like, maybe his son's there sometimes. Yeah. Every day. Well, but you know what? (laughs) What really caught my attention in the beginning was the the media was saying, you know, that he gave up this, what, $13 million contract? Yeah, $13 million contract. But the way they portrayed it was to spend more time with his son. And I thought, wow, you know what? Kids are only at that age once. I think that's awesome. Maybe he doesn't want to travel. Maybe he doesn't want to be away from home that much. Maybe it's important to be there thinking he just wanted to spend family time with his son. And then I really read the story, and the crux of it is that he brings his son to work every day to the dugout his son is there each and every day every day why isn't he in school all day and it's wait and it's been for four years yeah and the team manager said we love your kid he's a great kid just cut it back 50 percent. it's a little distracting but why i don't understand the kid he doesn't go to school ever he's basically homeschooled they have a dugout schooled well he's dugout schooled he's he goes to (laughs) sylvan learning center so in winter when they're in florida he goes to school it sounded like and then when they're on the road, he goes to these, he sees a private tutor at Sylvan Learning Center, which I thought, wow, they better get on that. Like, that's yeah. a great thing for them. But they talked about that. Um, so he brings his schoolwork with him. And then he goes to this private tutor. They live in a teeny tiny Kansas town the rest of the year. And they arrange this with the public school that said, fine, as long as he passes the standardized tests, they're fine with it. So I guess it's like any homeschooled kid, basically. And... So, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of musicians who do this. There are a lot of people who take their kids on the road with them. The difference is that's you and your business and it's not part of a team. Yeah. So the whole team, I'm guessing maybe it can get uncomfortable for them to have a kid always there. Like you have to sort of watch your language, watch your behavior. 
But it said he grew up doing the same thing. His dad, Dave LaRoche, was a pitcher in the majors until he was four, and then he was a coach with the White Sox. So they would play handball in the clubhouse with the pitcher once he'd been removed from the game, they said, which was sort of interesting. But... Well, I read a different a whole lifestyle thing. Okay. I, I read that he actually... It was likely that he was going to be sidelined with an injury next season. I was going to say so he, he was, was 36. So he was using this as an excuse to buy, bow out in a way that gave him, that made him look good. Right. That Like he was doing it for his family. Because they asked him to cut back. Maybe they yeah. said to him, since you're going to be sidelined, hmm. can you cut back on your kid being here? Yeah. Because now it's just weird, you and your kid hanging out in the dugout all the time. But it is interesting because, you know, one of the things they said, there was like a whole thing about... Um, Major league teams recognizing the difficulty of players staying connected. So it's spring training, 162 game season, possibly a postseason. So you're talking about so many months, Mm -hmm. right, where you're on the road. But the Red Sox opened a family room that's connected to the clubhouse with full-time childcare, food, and tutors. That's incredible. I thought that was amazing. That seems like a much better solution than one kid getting to hang out in the dugout. So they said they bring their kids early. They get to hang out with them. So they're not in the dugout. They're next to the clubhouse. And I'm sure it's, I guess it's only for home games, Mm -hmm. right? Because they're not doing them alone. But that's incredible, I think, that doesn't get any attention. Because we talk about dads wanting the same, you know, paternity leave that moms are getting from maternity leave. Like that we have to start prioritizing dads taking family leave too if we want to see any change. Well, wasn't there that one player who got crap last year because he missed a game to attend the birth of his child? Yes. And people were oh, saying yeah. that, that he it was insane that he skipped it and they're paying him enough that he should be there. Right. And and people were spinning it into him wanting like a month of paternity leave, which even if he did. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a crazy thing that people were like, that's, you're getting paid all that money for that reason. It was like, that's precisely the person who should take the leave, right? Yeah. Because you're setting the examples. Sports fans have like this weird ownership of the players. They think they do. It's bizarre. I'm I'm not a sports fan, so I just, I don't get it. But, but, you know, this kind of reminds me of when I worked in a hotel, I worked in this lounge where it was all business people. All day, just business people in suits and, and you know, women in, in business clothes. Except there was this one guy who would come through about once a month wearing overalls. And after a few months, I finally had to ask him. I said, everybody else in here is in business suits, and why are you in overalls? And he said, I have a certain skill. You know, he was a computer programmer back when that was not, you know, all that common. He said, I told them that if they wanted me, I had to be able to come into work like this. Right. And they wanted me, so I do. And maybe, you know, this guy's like, look, I have a skill that you valued at $13 million. I'm going to do this my way or, you know, that's it. I'm right. leaving. And they didn't, you know, he, the, he, that, that's his choice. Like, good for him for sticking by his principles. But if, if that's why. If, if, if that's, that's why. why. Well, he yeah. has had his son with him for four years. So I do think it's interesting that all of a sudden they're asking him to cut back on it. And I... I well, I wonder I if it got worse over time. That's what I'm wondering. It's because it's interesting his son's now 14. You think he'd be less oh, obtrusive. Right. Who would want it? But also, like, at 14, who wants to be with their dad all the time? Aw, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but like, he hasn't made any ha- friends, though, because he's been traveling right. with his he's dad for four no years. He's got he no out with, you know, guys who chew tobacco and scratch their balls all day. <laughs> right. I thought they weren't allowed to chew tobacco anymore. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not publicly. <laughs> but I don't know. I think that... What's interesting is these these become these giant conversations in the media, and like women 
would just love to get some freaking daycare at work. Right. Like women aren't even asking, like, I want my child in my office with me. And no one, because nobody does. But like, that's, it's just interesting to me that these guys get so much attention, even bad or good. Yeah. Every time this comes up, because it's still so rare. Well, one guy from the team, one of the managers was like, what job in the world can you bring your kid to every to day? Every day, right. It's not like he's bringing him to a school. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's or the clubhouse that's attached. It's literally bringing your kid to work every day. It is very strange. It's yeah. a very strange, but he grew up like that. So I kind of understand how he had this expectation. I don't know. I just think this whole conversation about paternity versus maternity leave and like, accommodations at work when you want to be with your family this is a very extreme example of it but they tend to go off the rails really quickly and become like these silly examples you know this is like the extreme example this example will not help normal everyday people then haven't people had a day where like their their nanny or their sitter called in sick or they're and now you're stuck Mm -hmm. and like you could not bring your kid to work. It's you not even a possibility. You can't when, bring your kid I was to work. A, this is the funniest. You know, when I was at ABC and my son was little, which was now 20 years ago, they had this thing. It was emergency child care. You know, it was yeah. perfect for when your nanny was sick or somebody was sick and, and they couldn't go to school. And I thought, this is brilliant. I could bring him on the subway with me, take him in if my nanny calls. Well, guess what? You needed to give them 24 hours right. notice in order to schedule Right. Who yeah. has that? My husband's that's work had the same thing. Yeah. We were like, never able to use it. It's at that moment. It's not 24 hours right. ahead. That's what they count on. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> but they can tell that they have it. And right. Look good. Well, let us know what you think about taking your child to work. I mean, most people like to go to work to escape their children. <laughs> but um, but I think this idea of being more accommodating to families, I wish this conversation about this baseball player would actually transition to that. Um, instead of just, this is such a crazy thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right, we will be right back with our Bites of the Week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. So we are also excited to be sponsored today by giftedandtalented.com. Guided by ongoing research at Stanford University, giftedandtalented.com provides innovative, adaptive online programs and expert tutors to help kindergarten through 12th grade students become advanced learners in mathematics, language arts, science, and computer programming. Students of all abilities benefit from enrolling in these self-paced, personalized courses. So you could have kids looking for a greater challenge, maybe they're preparing for standardized tests or homeschooling. Their students excel. All gifted and talented programs can include the benefit of a virtual tutor that provides dedicated guidance through digital classrooms, email, and phone to deliver a highly personalized learning experience. They offer classes in K through seven math and language arts, algebra, geometry, trigonometry, calculus, all the things there's no way you can help your child with, let's be (laughs) honest. Physics, programming in C, intro to Java, Proven success. They are based on recent studies by NYU and Stanford University. Students who enroll in their courses score twice the national average on standardized tests and finish two plus grades ahead. 
Their adaptive courses for K-12 students can be used anytime, anywhere, no application required. There's no placement test. So I know there's a lot of other gifted programs out there where your kid actually has to take a test at a testing center and score a certain amount, and then your kid can take those courses. This is not like that. This is truly believing that every kid is gifted and talented. They just need this extra enrichment and should be able to go at their own pace. So you begin the program right away. You can use their live remote tutors to accelerate even faster. Their courseware is affordable. It can be life-changing for students of all abilities. The best kept secret was that it was originally developed by Stanford University, now available to kids around the planet with a connected device. So families looking for summer learning opportunities have a great tool to keep their kids engaged. And kids get more screen time, which (laughs) might be a good bargain for you. And they can learn all summer long. Listeners of the Parenting Bites podcast receive a special tuition credit, 15% off your first quarter when they use code PARENTBITES. PARENTBITES, which I feel like every child wants to say to their parents. (laughs) And if they sign up for the automatic renewal option to ensure your students never have a disruption in learning, you get an additional 10% off. And it's really cool because it's quarterly. So... If your kid goes through like the whole third grade curriculum and starts the fourth grade curriculum, they can just do yeah. that. It's not like you finished this third grade course, you're so now, now you have done. To pay more. Yeah, no. it's totally at your own pace. Or if it takes you much longer to do it, not your kid doesn't freak out that they have to like finish in the next two weeks. It's not like that at all. It's really self-paced, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you are homeschooling and you need access to these much harder topics, but also as your kids start to struggle with stuff. It's nice to have a resource for them, and it takes the pressure off of you. You're not the yeller. You're not the person who can't help them. So check it out at giftedandtalented.com. Use code PARENTBITES and um, get your kids a learning <laughs> at their own pace. All right, we are back with our Bites of the Week. Andrea, you want to go first on the phone? I can. I can. So this week I was doing something um, that my husband's been asking me to do for years if not months and that is clean out the closet of old devices that I have <laughs> it's like a storybook <laughs> so you can for adults. imagine how many old devices I have here like I have Amy I was making a pile for you like every <laughs> old Verizon phone I ever had you know because everyone needs a phone just in case right right, right. that's what I tried to explain to him but no, instead I decided I'm going to clear them all and let me tell you this is a process like charging them up mm-hmm seeing what's on like it, deleting seeing the them. exact name, how many gigabytes of space, the exact, especially if you're looking at iPhones or iPod touches, the exact model number, deleting them, making notes saying what they are, and then figuring out how to get money for them. So this has been hours of work. And hopefully I make the money back because my bite of the week is to sell this stuff. Oh, I sell all of it. So I've gone to Gazelle, which is supposed to be one of the easiest ways to trade in this stuff. And it is. You tell them what you have, they send you a box, they send you a label, and you're done. But Gazelle doesn't take everything. They only take very new model phones. My son, when he moved, found an old iPhone 4, an iPhone 3GS. I was like, really? These have been in your room? (laughs) So I made this spreadsheet. I went to Gazelle, and I priced everything. And then I went to Amazon Trade, which I didn't even know existed. Me neither. You can go to Amazon, trade in your old devices. Same thing. They send you a box. They send you a label. And you get Amazon money. You get the <gasps> money right on. I mean, and they'll take so, all that super old stuff? So, and then I also went to the Best Buy site. And I actually I made a chart. And we can put this up on our website. 
Um, and Best Buy does the same thing. You can do it online and then bring it into the store. So here's a couple of things I found, for instance. A Nokia Lumia 1020, which was the biggest Windows phone ever. It had that 41 <laughs> megapixel camera. Um, $58 at Best Buy, 55 on Amazon, 15 on Gazelle. Wow. <laughs> really have to look. Then another one, uh, an old Sprint HTC One Harman Kardon edition. Amazon said, eh, too old, we don't take this. Gazelle's giving me $55 for it. Wow. That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. So you really have to price it. We had a, uh, but, you know, a, a very, very old, that, that Verizon Nokia Lumia 822, not available for trade on Amazon, too old on Gazelle, but Best Buy will give me $7 for it. Right. So, so I literally now have three boxes, a spreadsheet, sticky notes all over the place. So what I'm getting from this is I should hire you to test all my stuff, do go. a spreadsheet, and price it out for me and take <laughs> a cut. A business and waiting that, to happen. And, you know, there are people who do that, and it's brilliant because the amount of time it took me to get the exact name, the exact... Like, right. I had this old... Do you guys remember that HP Mini, the Vivian Tam yeah. with yeah. the butterflies? Mm -hmm. I have that. I, I have that, too, from that event. They yes. gave them to us. Like It was like five years ago, I feel like. <laughs> well, Amazon says no. Gazelle says no. Best Buy will give you twenty two fifty four. Wow, I have my actually have an iMac, oh, um, which I should have gotten forget, rid of years ago you've because got it's to silly. Charge it, and then you have to clear it. Well, it's a computer, so I just have to plug that sucker in. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have the system discs to wipe it clean. Like oh, I have everything. Wow. I just have been too lazy to box it. Right. Uh, that's my thing with that because they'll send you the box for the mobile stuff, yeah. not for your yeah. big giant right. computer. Well, that's why Best Buy is a good option. So I think when I put this chart together, I will give it to our web awesome. mistress, Amy, <laughs> and we can post it. But my bite of the week is sell that stuff, but go and price it around. Great. I love it. All right, Amy. Excellent. All right. So um, my kids and I, we have a new favorite show. Um, it's rare that we all watch a show together, but we do. Um, it's called The Internet Ruined My Life. <laughs> it's on sci-fi. And not only is it just entertaining, but it's full of cautionary tales. And not just for my kids, but for me. We're all online all day. And it's just a good reminder about how one little tweet or one little post that you think is innocent can ruin your life. Literally. Wow. And... Um, it's not done in a sensationalized way. It's done with interviews and screenshots and um, sometimes news reports from when these things happened. And um, check it out on Sci-Fi. It's, it's just started cool. a couple of weeks ago, so you can catch up fast. Awesome. That sounds really interesting. So my bite of the week is totally low-tech. It is the um, period underwear called Thinks, which I guess is a play on Spanx. <laughs> um, it is, you've probably seen the ads in the subways oh, and they have that big over. kerfuffle over allowing them, which is bizarre because really? there's nothing in them at all weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they couldn't, all the all male uh, approval board at the MTA couldn't deal with the fact that it talked <laughs> about having your period. But anyway, the whole idea is you're supposed to just have them, right? You don't have to anything. You don't have to do anything else. You're just using them, and then you're like rinsing them out, and then they yeah. dry, and then you reuse. That's them. where they lose me because I I don't want to rinse them out. Yeah, if they were disposable, I'd I'd be on board. So I would not. Uh, it is not appealing to me either. That whole idea. Although there's a great article in uh, BuzzFeed from a reporter who tried it. Yes, I read that. <laughs> it was good. But I think if you have a tween or teen girl who or younger any a girl who has recent daughter has recently gotten her period those first few years when you don't know when you're going to get it 
Um, and it could come at any time and you're at school, which is like your worst nightmare. Uh. Um, if you had a couple pairs of these that you kind of knew you're going to get your period at some point in the next week or whatever, and you're tracking it on Clue, which is an app I highly recommend for, for anyone, for women and girls. Um, but I think it would make you feel really confident to know that you're okay. Like, you're not going to have an accident at school. You're not going to leak. You're not going to be embarrassed. You'd have time to get to the bathroom. If you didn't have anything with you, you'd also be okay. That's really smart. It's smart, right? Yeah. I think for girls, it'd be a huge thing. They're expensive. They're like 30 bucks. But I think you get like two pairs. Yeah. And they're like your just-in-case underwear. Mm-hmm. And overnight, I think, for girls, yeah. um, that's really helpful. So there's no leakage or whatever. Um, but I think as a confidence booster... It makes a ton of sense. So check them out. It's thinks.com and the Clue app. I highly recommend that too. All right. You can track everything and it's cute and user-friendly and very girl-friendly. You can track your feelings. You can do all that stuff. See when you're PMS and warn everybody, whatever. (laughs) Um, So that is it for this week. We will have links to everything we talked about on our cool website, parentingbites.com. Thanks to Weebly. And also on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash parentingbites, where you can find everything we talked about on the show today. And uh, check us out on iTunes, Parenting Bites, subscribe, rate, review, so we can move up in their mysterious algorithm. And of course, on Play.it, where you can find Parenting Bites and all the CBS podcasts. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.